Welcome to the Seahawks On Demand Podcast. My name is Michael Sean Dugar. I'm here with my co-host Christopher Kidd. Make sure you follow us both up on the Tweet Machine. You can follow me at Mike Dugar. That is M-I-K-E. D-U-G-A-R Just look for the blue check Really That's all that matters In this world Is whether you have a blue check Or not We're gonna get Chris one With that said Chris Where can they follow you at What is up everybody It's your boy Christopher Kidd Be sure to follow me on Twitter At C-K-I-D-D-2-0-6 And that's C-Kidd-2-0-6 Chris we made it to training camp Man I think that 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 deserves like a round of applause What a journey I don't know if you guys understand That the, the struggle To find stuff to talk about Between what do you want to say? Like OTAs, maybe the last month and a half. Maybe, maybe <laughs> everything like after the draft to about now. That's a good mm, two months, I think. I would, I'd like say that. a month and a half, six weeks. It is a struggle because we don't want to just come up here and talk about nothing. I mean, right? the main conversation was top ten route runners, man. Well, some, people loved it. That's true. That's it was true. A great combo. We I think they loved that I was right as well. Excuse you. I still think I was right. By All the right, way, well, you O of two right now. That's fine. We're well, supposed to have Cliff Aver on, then you're going to be 0 of 3, but it's all good. Oh, no, it's fine. I think I can talk Cliff into it. Because <laughs> also, it's a D lineman. I know, that's, <laughs> what, that's what I, when we were talking to you, what was it, last week, I was like, it's also Cliff Aver, he played D line. I'm not sitting here saying he was just watching route runners throughout the whole season, but. I mean, he knows football. He, exactly, so he that's, knows football. That's fine. I still want Doug on here. I'm working on it. It's hard, you know, but I, I, want, I want him on there because if he says it, then yes, I'll I'm willing it. to bet your hair that he's not going to say. Oh, it. I'm not betting my hair. I'm not, <laughs> you guys keep up on this. Chris wants me to bet my hair with everything. He'll be like, I'll be like, no, I'll be like, I'll bet my hair. It's like, dude, you have a fade, bro. Like, you got waves. That stuff will grow back in three weeks. My hair takes. My hair took ten years. Okay, you got no ten years in you. I tr- uh, no, when you're man. 37, you'll have amazing long dreads. I don't know about that, man. You can't. No, not doing that. No, no, no. <laughs> that looks like Amari Stoudemire in the big three. Don't want to. Don't want to do that. Uh, t- we're, training camp is what a few days away. Next Thursday, this coming Thursday. Yep, this coming said. Thursday. Uh, first, the rookies have already reported, and you know the the biggest thing in training camp is making the team. I know we talk to the veterans a lot about what they want to get better at and all this cliche stuff. When everyone's bigger, stronger, faster, everyone had a great off season. Everyone, everyone thinks their trainer is the best trainer in the world, and it's like you know what your trainer probably is fine, but who cares whether the trainer is the best? Uh, you know, we'll, we'll know whether the veterans are, like, in shape or good, whatever. That'll all come when the season actually starts. But for now, this is all about who the hell makes the team. Yeah. And I did, a, I did a roster projection, I think, in – when did I do this thing? I'm pretty sure in OTAs. Yeah, at the end of OTAs, I did one because uh, I like to do mine early, get out in front of everybody else after I get a chance to look at the rookies and things like that. And so there's, like, a few positions where it's most intriguing – Right, like we already know who we can scratch off. What quarterback, running back? I think we're pretty confident. I'm confident. Are you confident who's going to be a starting quarterback? Absolutely. You sure? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You'd bet your hair on it. Bet my hair on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'd bet my hair on it too. Oh, that's, there we go. That's one thing Mike bets. On. That is the one thing I'd bet my hair on is that I know who the starting quarterback uh, week one's going to be. Paxton Lynch. Geno Smith just goes <laughs> ten touchdowns, no interceptions, lights up the preseason, and now the Seahawks are going. Dang, Geno, you uh. You want to start? <laughs> you know what they would do if he lit it up like that? Is trade him? Tra- yeah, they would trade him to the to the Browns or something. Actually, no, the Browns is set. Who doesn't have a quarterback right now? Jacksonville? Washington? No, they just took a rookie. I would say the Vikings don't have a quarterback. I don't trust Kirk Cousins. Well, they gave him $84 million <laughs> guaranteed. They better have. Well, they have, they have one whether they like it or not. Dang, I can't think of who doesn't have a quarterback right now. The Bears have one. 
The Jets. The Jets have one. Yeah, they got the his second year Sam Darnold. The Giants have one. I think everybody. Oh, the Giants do not. They well, drafted actually, the one guess, dude who looked you, like I Eli. Guess, I guess you could say Eli is. No, no, no. The dude they drafted that looked like Eli. That played at Duke, right? That everyone's. Where'd he go? It was Missouri. Where'd the guy that, that got drafted from Duke go? I forget his name. Daniel Jones is the guy yes. I'm thinking of. And he went he went to New York, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would say the Giants are kind of shaky right now. Yeah. Trey Gino over there. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, there's got to be more teams. The, the Lions, the Steelers, Matt the Stafford, Ravens. He's, he's, he's solid. The Chargers, the Broncos. Trade the Broncos. Broncos don't have one, right? They do not, no. Yeah, trade him over there. I can't think if they took a quarterback or not. Yeah, trade him over there. If Geno went off, <laughs> they would just ship him to Denver <laughs> or Oakland because they should get rid of Derek Carr. We'll take him as the Seahawks. We'll take him as the backup. Uh, I don't know, man, because he was crying on the field. Hey, man, you get hit hard enough, tears will follow. No, man, that's no, no. No one who plays football is soft because you know. I if I break my leg on the football field, I might cry, Mike. That's fine. Actually, I might. I will cry. A broken bone or a concussion? Yes, cry. If I get bent and different, if I get bent all over out of shape, I might cry. He just. Oh, Tennessee doesn't have a quarterback. You don't believe in Marcus Mariota? They don't believe in Marcus Mariota. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's not just me. That's a difference, Chris. Didn't they sign Ryan Tannehill? Yes, mm-hmm. I believe they did because he's not on the Dolphins no more. Oh, the Dolphins don't, don't have a quarterback. quarterback. There we go. <laughs> Trade him there. Oh no, they have Josh Rosen. You're right. Trade him to Miami. <laughs> trade, trade him to Miami. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I wish you guys could see Chris's face. He's like, Josh Rosen, huh? Okay. Oh, okay. Well, what other position groups can we cross off here? Running back, it's good. It's Chris Carson. Who needs he needs a nickname. I don't want to call him CC because that's the quarterback's wife's nickname. And that's just weird. Uh so we'll go away from that. I like Adonis. Uh just but I don't think enough people realize that that's what Mike Davis called him was. I need to like find that quote and like make it the background of like my Twitter so people know where I got it from because it it's such a great nickname. Adonis. I think Chris Carson's like two percent body fat. Like the dude looks like a Greek god. It's really crazy. He looks like one of the dudes from three hundred. GG Greek god. Nah, cause <sighs> it's corny. Can't I like, call him GG. I like Adonis. We'll think of something, but we can scratch that one off. What else can we scratch off? Whole lines pretty much set. Yeah, O-line's good. Starting five is pretty sad. As much people don't want Jermaine Defetti as starting five, shout out to Jermaine Defetti hopping on the show a few weeks ago. Uh, even though if they don't want him as starting five, he's there. Uh, what else we got? Special teams is all set. Yeah. I want to say cornerback, but we do, we, we, we could talk Cornerback's about Cornerback's a little— We know it's Shaq and Trey, but who's— well, yeah. We could talk about who's after. They're kind of set there. DB is a little shaky, but, you know— Co- everything you know, coaching staff is set. Even though Shadi is a little iffy, <laughs> I realized I was writing my top ten series uh, of like uh, all the Seahawks who need to make a, a big jump in t- in twenty nineteen for the Seahawks to like be the best uh, best team in the division. I was realizing like, yo, man, I am taking a lot of shots at Shadi and Pete in this thing. Like, I need them to be a lot better. My my whole Tyler piece was essentially them holding Tyler back, and I was like, man, I just took huge shots at them. We're never gonna get Shadi on the show. Wow. That might, yeah, it's going to be tough now. <laughs> oh, it's okay. We've already, there's already a few people that we've, we've taken so many shots at them. We'll never get them on. Like Tom Cable, that would be bad. I don't think he'll do a show with us. I would just go off. It would be terrible. Well, as long terrible. as he doesn't know the things we've said. No, I would make it very, I'm, what, I'm going to do, lie to him in his face? Yeah, be man, like, you're pretty bad. I'm going to be like, Tom, congratulations, congratulations to you, man. The fact you you still get jobs is a blessing. This is unbelievable. Can you teach like all black people to have the same luck as you? Oh my <laughs> that's, that's and then he'd probably hang up. That's <laughs> you know, or punch me in the face. I don't know. But for the most part, I think it's all set. We got Michael Dixon. See, I got Michael Dixon punting. They bring back Myers. 
Even though Mike believes never kick, just kick it, y'all. Yeah, definitely don't. Don't kick. I think everything else is set in stone. I think that there's are, there are a few pa- position battles that do need to be discussed, though. All right, let's start with the big one. Let's start with receiver. The big one. Receiver. This is crazy, man. They got a lot of a lot of talent there. And I, I want to say, I think I said this on radio uh, somewhere. I can't remember. KJR? Probably. I do a lot of KJR. Uh, shout out to those guys. I like it. Anyway. I think I said this that the training camp time is around the year is oh, excuse me, uh, training camp is around like when everyone cares who the fifth receiver on the roster is or like the fourth receiver when it's like realistically, like it's really only your top two and three guys that matter like who the best tandems in the league you remember them because they got two good guys right it's like uh, well it was Juju and A B or well actually it was Thielen and Diggs but, like no one knows their third guy. You know, do you know their third guy? Actually, you might know their third guy because you really like receivers. I think it's Laquan Treadwell. It is, but he's struggling. Okay, <laughs> exactly right. But their receiving core on paper is set because yes. they have two dudes. It's on, the only team that has three studs would be the Rams. They got four deep. If you want to be completely honest. Yeah, the Rams actually are the I only mean, team. Yeah, they three have, deep. They are stacked. They can put out five guys, and they're all great receivers when they play. And they then, and great. then Gurley's a great receiver too. Six. It's there you really go. unfair. How like they're loaded, but like even the Falcons, like they they responded to like I guess a tweet could, and I said guess with the Falcons you can you can throw in the rookie Ridley last year, second year this year. He do they still have Sanu? Sanu, they they're, got they're another team. They might have, be three deep. Yeah, there's there's a handful of teams. I think if we really went down the line, we can Lions, Galladay, Golden Tate. No, they don't have Tate anymore. So Earth, it's just so it's Galladay, just Galladay, Marvin, and Marvin. That's it though. Oh yeah, now they lost Golden. So yeah. So, but most teams feel like they're good when they have a top two for the yeah, most part. Yep. Like you don't like the Saints had a top one, and they were throwing the dudes who had never caught a pass in their life. I think Drew what threw like five guys last year who had like never caught a touchdown in their life or something like that. Like props it, to them. It was so so weird, right? Like who who cares who the refs are? Like they're only important if the top two guys get hurt. But with that said, what there's what see, Chris counted it out before the show. Twelve of them. It's twelve guys <laughs> competing for five spots. That's tough. Really, and the fourth and fifth dudes will probably catch a total of like twelve balls next year. So you really only really care about the top, top three. three. Yes. And for my money right now, I'd say the top three is probably going to be Tyler, David Moore, and probably probably Jerron Brown. I'm like, gonna go Tyler, DK, and I'm gonna go John Brown. John Brown. I mean, Jerron? Gosh, man. All no, we had a, we had Jerron on the show and talked about how people get him mixed up with John Brown, I man. Oh, me. man. Jerron Brown, excuse me. Hey, shout out to Jerron Brown. I still need a What and Me shirt, by the way. That's Jerron's <laughs> little slogan, What and Me, you know, like the song, which caught me in the shower. Anyway, yeah, so who you got? My bad. No, you got Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and Jerron. That's you know, that's fine, too. It's tough, though. I mean, is going to really have to show out. And I feel like <laughs> when we do that, we're crushing people's dreams now. What about Gary Jennings? What about John Arsua? What about... Well, those are the four and five guys that can come into the conversation. Because now we have our three. Mm-hmm. But now here's a discussion of who are the next two. And that's where it becomes even more of an issue and a struggle. Because you got a talented guy in John Arsua who's undersized, but is he looks to be a talented wide receiver. He's really shifty, which he should and be. catch... Good hands. Well, all these guys can catch. Hopefully, uh, we we've heard things about DK. There's been murmurs. Oh well, it, 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 there's <laughs> numbers out there. He was he was dropping some passes as a as a, got, as a guy at Ole Miss. You got Gary Jennings who is can fly up the field. I mean, he posted a video as DK did of him running just a go, and it looked good. 
Well, see, here's his, oh, everybody looks good running go routes. Well, th- that's the other thing. I mean, Russell Wilson looked good. No, he did. You don't think Russell Wilson looked good? Hey, if you listen right now, go find Russell. Go to Russell Wilson's uh, Instagram or Twitter or both. Since it's not, I know it's on Instagram. It might be on Twitter too. See, I saw it on Twitter. So yeah, it's on both. Russell looks like a quarterback that ran a route. That's what. What? It looks like. Yeah. So you think that's how NFL quarterbacks look when they run routes? Uh, I think that's how a, a great quarterback looks. I don't think if you put Tom Brady out there running routes, it's gonna look better. I don't think worse. if you put any quarterback out there, it looks that good. Ooh. I Other than Cam Newton and. All right, let me name all the black guys. I think <laughs> <laughs> you was thinking it. I know you oh, was I thinking was. it. I, no, no, Baltimore you. Ravens quarterback would he low, is low key. Yeah. Lamar Jackson would probably like nasty. Yeah, running around. come on now. That, come He's on, so man. fast. So I think it's only Cam, Russ, uh, Lamar, maybe Baker. Baker would be sick. Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck. Have you seen his combine? Andrew Luck looked Andrew like a Luck tight end. A tight, yeah, I was about to say he's a tight end that plays quarterback. He, he looked nasty. Other than that, though, I think if Aaron Rodgers is 100 healthy. He might be. He might be pretty. Mm, sure I too. think he wouldn't look that great. I think he would. Patrick Mahomes, I don't think would look that great. Drew Brees would look bad. Any man named Patrick is not going to be elite at running routes. I don't know, man. I think pa- Patrick's a football name. Like running routes, though. How many Patrick? Oh, we missed Dak. Dick Dak would look no fine too. No, what? I don't think no. Why? He looks. He just looks. Have I, you seen him run? Yes, he, he's he, fast. He's fast, but I don't know if, he, if with him getting down. I think Russ, I think Cam, Russ, Lamar, Lamar would be your tier one, and Andrew Luck. I think Andrew Luck. And tier I one. would throw in Andrew Luck, and then tier two, I maybe throw in Dak. I just don't see it. I would definitely throw in Dak. Oh, and Kyler Murray. Ooh, yes, Kyler, Kyler Murray, dog. He's undersized. Imagine he's Kyler as like a, a slot receiver. Wouldn't <laughs> he's be so fair. nasty. But yeah, Russell, he cool, man. He cool. He I. Right. He just yeah. runs. You see, he just looks funny. It, it's hilarious. I'm so I'm so used, to, accustomed to him throwing the ball that now him out here, seeing him out there running routes is it's hilarious. I think you're sleeping on. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think you also think we'll you're have underestimating. We'll quarterback combine. We'll have all these quarterbacks run through wide receiver drills. All these guys would look terrible. Garoppolo, Rivers, Breeze, Ryan, Rogers. Like all these know. guys would look terrible running routes. I don't know, man. Matt Ryan might be deceptive speed there. No, oh, they'd all be deceptive speed. They all qualify <laughs> for the number one qualification uh, of 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 deceptive speed. Like Gary Jennings is one of those guys who put who posting videos of him running routes, which I think all guys should do, by the way. It's good promotion. Yes, you need to promote the hell out of yourself. Get people thinking you're good and good and good and good. Like I know that some guys are like, I'm just gonna, you know, work out in silence and grind in silence. That's fine. Good for you. You better kill in training camp and you better do well in preseason games. I'm gonna grind on these and get these IG likes, man, <laughs> with my routes. I'm just saying. Especially I think Gary's one of those people working out with Russ in LA. Yes, pretty sure Gary he is. And DK, right? Yep. Yeah, that video was. What about that Hezzy? You find out anything? I mean, what that the, 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 the DK weird, route? The little the little salsa dance. I don't know what DK was doing with that. I mean, who was someone responded I think to? It was Calvin Ridley that it, said that it works. And it's just, and I think the dude even said like, "Okay, I need to see it." Like, because I've, I've never seen that. I've never seen it in the game either. But be sure to, for a fact this year, I'll be watching to see if DK uses it at all. That just seems like you'll trip and fall. Like maybe that's the point. I'm gonna stumble. Sight. Oh, I guess. <laughs> I think uh, if you haven't seen what we're talking about there, what DK posted that on his Instagram Twitter. And okay, both. I think both. Yeah, posted a video of him running routes with Russell, and he did this weird salsa sidestep, and I was just like, basically, he's running full speed, and he put his right foot behind his left, and he kind of tiptoed to the left as if he was doing something, and then he just blew. Yeah, field. it was weird, but I enjoyed it. Like I, I'm with you that he'll be in the top four. So okay. there's your there's your top four. Your top yeah. four is Tyler, Tyler Jerron, 
David DK. Okay. And then after that, I'm not gonna lie, cause this I don't really give possible. a I don't really give a damn who the fifth guy. Is. Oh, you don't? <laughs> cause that dude's gonna catch like I think Amara Darbo was the fifth guy his rookie year. And uh, it's the Seahawks offense. It's not yeah, like, you yeah. know we're not talking about the air raid. Yeah, I feel like, you. Even on the Chiefs, like how many balls did their fourth guy catch when the top three were so healthy? Sammy, Tyreek, Tyreek. I guess you can throw Kelsey in there. Yeah, you got Kelsey catching passes. He's a wide receiver basically. And yeah, then I who was their third? Who was their other oh. guys? Demarcus Robinson. There was one more guy I can't think of though. But to your point, it's right. You can't think of him. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> Didn't they have DeAnthony Thomas? It's it's just like who who cares, right? But personally, I don't have a guy. With that said, I don't have a guy. Do you have a guy? To throw out the fifth guy, it's I would say Yeah, see, there's Keenan Reynolds is in there. It's between John and Gary. I think it's one of those. What about Keenan Reynolds? I I don't know. I don't see it. See, he's the only guy who's actually played in the game, too. Yeah, but if Gary Jennings and John are really in tune, they understand the concepts, they're doing everything they're at, he's, they're asked of, I don't see why not. Granted, those two could definitely make the practice squad, and then your your guy Keenan, he would definitely make the team and be the fifth guy. Wait, Keenan's my guy? Hold on, time out. Okay, I got to stop using your guy. Yeah, so I'll, I'll just say Keenan. There's like 100 guys that have been declared my guy. I only got a couple guys. We got we got tapes on this, man. I'll try to, on the team. Nico, <laughs> I'll take that. It's my guy. Who else? Mike Mike Davis. I like Mike Davis. I think that you I, think that's it. I like Dwayne Brown. You know, there's you know, there's only so many guys who are like my guy. It's okay. My point is, I think between John and Gary Jennings, those are the two that possibly could go to practice squad, and then that would leave room for Keenan Reynolds to be the fifth guy. Because I don't know, I don't think Malik's gonna make it. Malik Turner, that Malik is. Malik Turner, excuse me. Darbo, I'm kind of. Well, they've already cut Darbo once. To your point, they cut you once, probably gonna cut you again. Uh, yes. Although Terry Wright has looked, he looked really good. In oh, the that's PS. the undrafted kid from Purdue. He looked really. He good. he does look really good. And I'm rooting for him. Hopefully he does. Hopefully he can be on a practice squad. That would be good for him. Yeah, you can only put so many guys on a practice squad though. So right now it's John and Gary, those two. John or Sua, you mean? Or no, John and Gary is what I was saying though. Oh, okay. John and Gary both on a practice squad, and then Terry Wright. Also on the practice squad? Mm-hmm. You have a practice squad full of receivers, man. Hey, you got to make room for other other positions. Nope, only receivers, man. Because even then, like, if the fifth guy is probably going to catch eight, eight, nine passes, man, at max. It, this is not – because also what we're not factoring in, too, is, is running backs catching passes. Like, there's only so, only so many passes. It's gonna I think be the out only there. one that really will is going to be Rashad Penny. Chris Carson is going to be getting the ball a lot. Rashad Penny and J.D. McKissick. I don't, hopefully Chris – C.J. Prosite stays healthy. My goodness. That's a big if. Oh, that's also my guy. I like CJ. We both like I think CJ. I think me and you are the only people. <laughs> for real, man. Nobody hates, nobody gets more hate than CJ, except for Jermaine Fetty. That's but it. But, yeah, I think those would be your pass guys. Chris Carson would be your workhorse. Get the ball, carry, get the carries. And you got JD, CJ, Rashad Penny out the backfield for passes, dump off screens, etc. Would you bet your hair on it? Absolutely. What? Yeah. On the five receivers? Oh, I'm, oh on the five. No, I'm not betting my hair on that. No? Man. Oh, that's, oh, well. That's back, tough. Backpedaled really quick. Oh, there. absolutely. That's tough. But I think that I mean we'll see how it shakes out. That's one of the that's the key position battle right now is at the wide receiver. There's twelve guys and there's five spots. Yeah, and Tyler's already got one for sure. Jerron, I'm pretty sure has one. Mm, I don't think Jerron is guaranteed one. I think okay. the only person guaranteed one outside of Tyler is DK. Well, that's why because they is, drafted him too high. He is my. That's why he's third. Uh, I th- to be honest, best not best case scenario. But the Seahawks could be all right if their top two is DK and Tyler. 
what's wrong with that? That's just as that's just as good as like it, well, it depends on how good DK turns out to be, but like that could be just as good as maybe not the Rams, but like just a tier under that, like what Detroit has. You know, Detroit uh, Detroit I think has some good good receivers. With Marvin and Galladay, those two alone. I think those guys are really really good. Yeah, really good. With like uh, even that could be like. Right there with like what the Chargers have with Keenan and what's the big dude? I know I'm drawing a blank. Dang, from Clemson. Oh, Mike Williams. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, that's a good. That's a good twosome. Is no, two, twosome be... a word? Is it say pair? Duo. 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 Tandem. <laughs> there we go. But oh. yeah, that would be cool. DK and Tyler. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Two speedsters. One guy that is big and physical, another guy that is quick and fast. I mean, those things that that's that would that would be lovely. I think every team would want that—a big, tall guy and a little guy that can get do the underneath routes and open up for DK, and then vice versa. See what I really and here's when I was doing my series too, my top ten series. When I got to the Tyler stuff, here's some couple things. Like one thing I really wanted to to note: Tyler is about probably as talented as most of these other guys in the league. Shadi needs to throw him the damn ball. It is a criminal, criminal that someone like Tyler, who is so explosive in punt, kick, return, never gets the ball in space, never gets chances for yards after catch. Do you remember last year when we were talking about screens and how the Seahawks don't utilize that as often? I Tyler think I, Lockett would be, you would think they would just run a quick screen to him and have Dwayne Brown come over off the edge and with other linemen and receivers just to get him space to run. Yeah, That's I, how explosive he is, to your point. I never really saw that many screens. I we saw, did. like, one against the Bears, I want to say, or Vikings. I'd say through the whole season they ran maybe ten screens. I'd have to go. I, <laughs> I think they did do a lot of end-arounds to Tyler. Uh, they, they did try to get Tyler the ball a lot at the Vikings game. But Without I think, Doug, they, they I gave think, him the ball a lot. I think a quick screen to him would do even better. Yeah, screens uh, get him in motion. Well, like, that's the philosophy, man. Back to the point of what they see us do. Their philosophy is not quick stuff. They like to pound you with a run, and then they want to do a play action. Well, they do do quick stuff. It just looks so bad. It's just like a little four-yard dump off to Ed Dixon. And, that's, and it's just like, come on, man. Give that, that stuff to Tyler. Tyler. Yes. Give that to DK. Give that to David. Guys who, when they turn upfield, are going to make someone miss. Especially when you know, a defense is coming out in cover three and the corner's playing ten yards off. Just throw it to Tyler real quick and let him get five, seven yards on the first down. See, that's why I really don't care about who makes, like, who's the fourth and fifth dudes, even though, so for what it's worth, I think the, the top five would be Tyler, DK, David, Jerron and Keenan. Uh, I think they'll get rid of Jazz Ferguson, Terry Brown, or Terry Wright, excuse me, uh, Malik Turner, Caleb Scott, Amara Darbo, all that. But even then, those fourth and fifth dudes, I can't get too invested in them just because it's like, yo. They're not going to get the ball much. And it's not even their fault. I think Shadi doesn't utilize, like, you could really rotate receivers and air it out and still have a good run game, too. Because the run game is just like, so the Seahawks are like, yo, we're going to pound the ball down your throat. And when we do throw it, we want to be efficient. You could easily flip that and say, we're going to throw it right at your chest. And when we run it, we want to be efficient when we run it. You could, Because that's essentially what the Rams are doing. The Rams, the Rams are <laughs> flinging it. And they're like, when we run it, we're going to make sure Gurley's not running it against stacked boxes, which Chris Carson does a lot. We're going to make sure Gurley's not running against stacked boxes. And we're going to make sure he goes off with a good run-blocking O-line. You could easily – Kareem Hunt and the Chiefs were very similar – uh, uh, Alvin Kamara and the Saints were very similar. That's three Pro Bowl backs right there on teams who really air it out. You can have a Pro Bowl back with a good O line. It's the Seahawks and still way, air man. it out. That's what that's this. That's just how they do it. The Seahawks way is stupid. <laughs> I really it, think it, so, it, man. 
that's how they do it, Mike. And nothing's gonna change unless I don't know what's gonna. I don't think it's gonna change. This is that's just what they do. I think they, it only changes that they lose like twelve games or ten games. Well, I don't know if that's gonna change it. They'd probably say we didn't do our job well enough. That's true too. <laughs> no, to <laughs> be honest, you're they right. Didn't, they didn't block well. All these other intangibles that can come to light when they lose those games. Had they done the things they need to, oh, everything's working how we want it to work. That's all. It's it's tricky. You would hope Russell throws. 50 touchdowns this year. They let him throw the rock. But, unfortunately, in the Seahawks system, it's ground and pound. And it's crazy because it's just like Doug Ferrara was saying when he was on the show. Pete Carroll is just risk-averse. He's, he's a scared man. He don't make no money. He's just like, I'm just going to be scared then, partner. It's just like, nah. Make oh, mistakes, man. man. This is Yes, because Russell has proven he's not going to make a ton. No. His worst season, I think he threw 11, touchdown, 11 interceptions. Yeah. I think he did that twice, in 2017 and 2016. I mean, think about it. Your worst year is 11 interceptions. Cats throw 11 touchdowns and have 17 interceptions. Yeah, for, no, that's on, that's like a Ryan Tannehill season. <laughs> you, uh, you know what I would? I'm, I'm not going to ever bet my hair. But I'm one of the groups I'm confident in that we have here is tight end. Tight end? Oh, that's what I I was telling Chris when I was looking at my um, I was working on my top ten series and I looked at a lot of film to do a lot of the an, uh, an analysis and one thing I noticed that I didn't get a chance to write about but I noticed in the three games that I watched that Will Disley was in yo he was really good he was we, we super good we discussed this to the point where I'm excited for him to come back healthy and hopefully he can start off where he left off. Yeah, he was good against the Bears. He was good against the Broncos. And the crazy thing is, we both believe that he was going to be that blocking tight end that the Seahawks wanted out of Jimmy, but Jimmy is more of the guy that's, hey, you're going to throw me the ball. I'm not here to block. Let's make sure we're on the same page here. And they were not. No, that's why he only lasted two seasons. But Will Disley seems to be able to do both. He can get in there and run block. And he can come out the backfield and catch, which is great. And he can run routes. He can get upfield. And he could pass block. That's what I was noticing. Oh, I, forget, I always forget that. And you keep killing me with it. That is, I think, the fourth time you've mentioned pass block, and it has skipped my mind. He but is yes. really good because when I was watching the first two games, this was for my uh, Jermaine Fetty piece. That's what it was. I was looking at those first two games because, remember, the O-line was garbage in yeah. those first two games, right? There was 12 sacks in those two games. And I remember because Disley played both of those, and he was actually really good. And blocking in both of those two games. And I was like, man, with him healthy, they should be actually really good. I think so. Because they didn't, uh, basically what they were trying to get out of George Fant last year as a tight end, they were getting in Will Disley with the threat of pass catching. Yes. Like, it was really, really good. Like, I don't know how much George Fant will see at tight end with a healthy Will Disley. Because he was really, really good, too. Like, I, I think he, I don't know if he can be like a Pro Bowl dude or something like that. But he looked like he was on pace to be. I think it was what their second leading receiver or something he like was, that through four games. He was doing a phenomenal job. He exceeded expectations, in my opinion. Just coming in with they what the Seahawks expected him to do. I think he exceeded. Yeah, fourth and, round pick starting week one. And if he comes in healthy, man, it's gonna be fun to see what he does. See, that's why I don't think the tight end spot is that tricky. It's well, Will Disley, Nick Vanette, Ed Dixon. I Done. think I really, be, I really, Jacob Hollister, man. Oh, yeah, that's going to be your boy. I just decided. <laughs> that's your boy, Jacob Pollister. He is one that's... The no-name cat they traded for from the Patriots with a seventh-round <laughs> pick in 2020. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm just... Hey. If it works out, it works out. Okay, we'll leave it at that. I if have it no, works I, out, it works out. I, 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 I am ye of little faith, or however you're supposed yeah, to say Will that. Disley, Nick Vanette, George Fant, wherever he fits in. O-line. <laughs> if he catches more than two passes this year, I'd be very shocked. 
because they have Disley. They just want to have fun. They're they, up, no, they need to want to win. Damn all that fun. To three with the forty against the forty ers Hey, let's let's throw it the fans. See, that's that's how you get. That's how you get hurt. You start showing up, people throwing passes to your fat dudes. That's how you get hurt for real. That's how you get somebody to put up their third string lineman or their third string like defensive end, and they just wreck your quarterback for the fun of it. You got to be careful. That. I didn't say that. You got to be careful doing that. That's the dumb stuff they do in baseball. You know, you, you hit a homer and you stare at it for too long. They throw the ball at your neck. The next play, it's just like, <laughs> what, man? That's why to watch baseball. Baseball is stupid. Oh, what mad. other what other groups we got? We got the D line. Another big. Okay, one, this man. one actually, uh, I, there's a lot. That one gets kind of tricky. I mean, just look at it. Quentin Jefferson, Ezekiel Ansa. Is he going to be healthy, Mike? That's the one question. All right, I'm going to put on my, uh, not crystal ball, but <laughs> what's the hat for people who can see the future? Ain't there a hat? Uh, I don't know. Something. Uh, yeah, I can't Bill think. Bill Simmons uses it all the time. I forget what it's called. But it's, I know. A, it's a crystal ball that yeah, sees the future. Yeah, I forget what it's called. I can't think. I'll think, I'll think of, uh, maybe I have to Google it. But yeah, you look at just like at defensive end, there's like, what, six dudes who probably feel like they could start? Quentin Jefferson, who's already started. Cassius Marsh, who had five and a half sacks last year, career high in San Francisco. Rasheem Green, who probably feels like, you know, in year two, well, he's a second-round pick, third-round pick. I think he's third. Uh, I can't remember what pick. But he probably feels like he could start. Ziggy, healthy Ziggy, probably feels like he could start. Uh, LJ Collier, a first-round pick, even though he's a rookie, probably feels like he could get out there and start. Uh, actually, so what? That's only five guys. But that's five guys for two spots. If you think about it, that's only two starting defensive end spots. So let's say all five of those guys make the team. Okay, now give me four defensive tackles, too. You know, so you so you give me Jay Reed. Done. Give me Puna Ford. You give me Al Woods. What's that? Veteran, yeah. that's, that's eight guys. Yeah, big old Al Woods. Give me Nas Jones, maybe? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, you're thinking. Chris is thinking of it. He didn't, uh, he didn't like the Nas Jones. No, thing. I do. That's how tough this is. Did I already say Puna? You said Puna, yeah. I love Puna so Puna. much. You mentioned Puna. I think that kind of that kind of seals it. I really don't see the left defensive end moving. I think it's Q, Jeff, Cassis, Rasheem, set. See, I don't think that's set. What do you think is going to happen there? I think Rasheem's probably just as good as any of those guys. Rasheem is really good. Just, that ankle injury, man. Dang. I mean, getting hurt does mess things up. It is football. Yeah, you get hurt. It literally swings everything, as we saw with Rasheem. That's why I, I thought Frank Clark's 2017 season was so impressive. Because remember, he had like two broken hands. Uh, and he's like, he, he got all those sacks that year with like, because remember, he had surgery on his wrist the next offseason. It was just like, bro, you played last year with two bad hands? How did you sack people with broken hands? And it was just like, Black Elvis. And I was like, oh, my God. Didn't remember that last year he played. He was in the hospital all week and then balled out against the Rams in week five. Like, Frank's ability to play through uh, pain was crazy. Like, and it's, that's why when Rasheem was like, yeah, I had the bad injury, it's just like, oh, man. That's why some dudes are just they're just built different. Well, what I mean by it's set for the defen- left defensive end is meaning, to your point, it could be either three, but I don't see it moving, if that makes sense. I think these three guys will be there. Maybe. Well, Brandon Jackson. See? There's so know. many guys. There's so many dudes you could throw in there. Ezekiel's for sure. LJ for sure. Nas and Brendan. Okay, give me, f- Brandon, give, me f- give me five defensive ends right now. Five defensive ends right now. Yep. Putting you on the spot. Ezekiel, 
Mm. Quentin, LJ, Rasheem. Ooh, I'm going. I'm going Cassius. Okay. Those are the five. So we got you got the same five as me. Actually, you know, what? let me swap Brandon Jackson for Cassius. There's five. Okay. And you, you know who I'm give me you know who my fourth actually defensive tackle might be? I'm gonna go Jay Reed Puna, Al Woods, my man from Federal Way. I don't want to mess up his last name. We got the Polynesian last name. Just call him JT. Just leave it at that. Actually, his first name is JT. <laughs> Just leave it at J JTT. Yeah, I, he played at Eastern. Yep. Pretty sure he was defensive player of the year in the Big Sky. So that's your D tackles. Yep. Okay. I, see, uh, obviously this <laughs> can change. We're forgetting about not forgetting about, but like they have Demarcus Christmas. Yes. Their rookie uh, sixth round pick that they never talked about and is on the pup list, physically unable to perform already. Uh, so that's not uh, the greatest yeah, sign. No, that's actually a very very not good sign. But that one that one gets tricky too because I like the the defensive tackle out of Michigan, Brian Mullen. Undrafted dude that they picked up. I still like Nas Jones. I wouldn't go as far as say he's my boy, <laughs> but I do like. To say, I feel like he was thinking it. I'll I make sure you. I am working on not, not calling is. everyone your boy. That's my goal now. Oh, you know what? Add, you can add Quentin to that. Quentin's my boy. Q Jeff. All right. He got one of the sickest shoe games on the team. I'm pretty sure during OTAs he had Muhammad Ali float like a butterfly, sting like a bee cleats, and it was clean. Oh, I'm pretty sure yeah. Ben got a pick of him. Ben Arthur. Yeah, those not nah, Quentin's. Quinn's shoe game is crazy. He has like a million kids, and so he puts. He. I am waiting for. Sorry to cut you off. I'm waiting for your story for the Seahawks. Top. What do I, I want to say? This Seahawks. Uh, you have to do a top ten list of best. Hmm, how can I do the shoe? What best game? kicks? Yes, best kicks on the Seahawks. You know, would be really cool is if I could go into everybody's closet. Well, at their think, house. I think that's where I'm heading with it, Mike. Oh, no, that'd be great. I go to everybody's. I went to Frank's house and saw his his uh collection. It was crazy. Would you would you say he was up there? Yo, his closet was as big as like we're recording at Chris's house right now. It was as big as this room we're in. That's sick. With just shoes, bro. Shoes Not even clothes. Long. Not even clothes. Maybe there's some jackets in there. And this was just his stuff. But you should definitely do that if you can. That would be fire. Uh and yes. then rank them accordingly. I think number so. ten. I would add do you think ten's a lot? That's ten dudes to go to the house. I, don't I would say five, unless they cooking dinner. Let's say girl cooking dinner too. <laughs> Are you like I'm something for me. Yeah, <laughs> bro. I'm not just trying to be. I up need in some the, incentives here. <laughs> yeah, be up in the bougie district of the eastern side of the city, just you know, looking at kicks all day. I need some some eats, man. I got you. So I would I, I could maybe do a top five. Bobby's is strong because he's signed to Jordan, so oh. he gets everything early and he gets everything custom. So his is pretty strong. I know uh, Quentin Jefferson's is super strong. We that's got four. Okay. Uh, we we got some of the same connects Five, four. out here. Give me three. Who's number three? Oh, I wouldn't. That's not my rank. Eh, I'm just ranking them now for you, just cause you gave me four. So who's number three if you had to? Bradley McDougal okay. is 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 pretty strong. Dwayne Brown's is pretty strong. He wears a lot of J's. Okay. Uh, Russell's is strong too, cause he signed a Nike. Okay, that's two. Okay, number so, one. So yeah, be? Russell's Russell's is pretty strong. If you had to, um. I'm not sure. See, that's what that's that's why I would go dig into this. That's cool, man. Okay, well, not bad, not bad. But yeah, we, defensive tackle. I would oh, go. Jay Reed. Okay. Jay Reed. Get, Jay Reed gets fly. You see that Versace robe he wore on the on the road one time? I did not. Oh, I'm gonna pull that up. For it you must be bit. clean. But if I'm going D tackle, I'm going Jay Reed, Puna, Al Woods, JT, and I'll go Brian Moan. That would be my D tackles. I think I think that would be a good little list right there. Those guys. Oh, this may not be a Versace robe. 
It's clean. Uh, this looks like, you know what? I'm gonna try to find. I'm gonna see where Jay Reed got this. I'm gonna get Chris one of these. <laughs> oh no, this is Versace. I'm showing Chris right now. Wow. Jay Reed's Versace robe. That is expensive. I wish we could like title the podcast Jaron Reed's Versace robe, but no one would get it because we're well, we in like a few thirty minutes in. Maybe they we would, could. They would put it. They, they would be wondering what is this all about. Yep, Jaron Reed's Versace robe. Ah, we'll get that in there somewhere. This is clean, bro. I'm gonna get you one of these. Jeez Louise. Yeah, man. That means I have to get you something now. Uh, it doesn't have to be Versace. <laughs> <laughs> I did just buy a Versace backpack. Oh, my goodness. How much was that? We don't got to talk about That's it. a little tangent. Yeah, we don't got to talk about Who's it. Who's next on our Humble list? Flex there. Humble Flex. Uh, we have D-Tackles, D-Line. Oh, linebackers. Ends. Linebackers, yes. This is another fun one because it's Bobby KJ and then a bunch of guys after that. Uh, uh Yes, like what to be exact, what, eight guys after that? That's fun. You have Mingo, Jakeem Griffin, Cody, BBK, Michael Kendricks. Oh, this robe is $600. Oh, good luck. I don't know if I'll lay you that much. (laughs) Austin Calitro and Jacob Martin. Who do you actually have on your projected top 10 guys that they have to, that need to play well for the Seahawks to have a successful season? So now it comes down to. Who makes the squad, man? A six hundred. I'm sorry. I just I'm looking at the close-ups. <laughs> That's a six hundred dollar bathrobe. What, bro? Oh, you could get a car for that. The car wouldn't run that long, but I don't know if it would leave the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, bro. I don't know if I'd have to set up a payment plan for this. Okay, I'm sorry. Linebackers. That just threw me because <laughs> I was like, dang, how much did that cost? A lot. Six hundred dollar Versace robe. I don't think I need that. No one needs that. Let's be very clear. Don't nobody. I don't even own a robe. Like you don't need a robe at all. Oh, so I, just, I use my robe when it gets cold in Seattle. You know, I, I feel you. Uh, yeah, you've seen it. That's yeah. true. I'm not okay. I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. Linebackers. Uh, yeah, Bobby KJ and a bunch of dudes. But here's what this gets like really interesting, right? Because they have some talented cats there that if they if they cut them, they'd be hard to get back. Like sneak on the practice squad. Be signed elsewhere. Right. So if you guys. Do, I, I'll probably like restate this over the course of the training camp and preseason and stuff. But to get a guy on the practice squad, you can't just designate him there after the preseason. You have to cut him or waive him is what the correct term is. You waive them and they have to clear waivers, which means all other 31 teams, excuse me, 31 teams get a shot at them. Whether on their, uh, I think whether they want them on practice squad or uh, on their active roster, they all get a shot. And if they clear that, and I think the order is the draft order in terms of the waiver order. I think I'd have to double check, but basically every other team gets a shot. And if you don't, if they uh, go through waivers unclaimed, then you can get them back. So, like for example, if the Seahawks don't like what they see from Ben Burkirvan, the guy from UW that you know people here really really like and enjoy, you can't just say, "All right, we're gonna put Ben Burkirvan on the practice squad." No, man, you got to hope the other 31 teams don't, don't want to get either, them yep. and then you can put them on the practice squad. Now, a lot of guys, a lot of teams have their own guys that they want to put on their practice squad, so it's not that difficult to sneak them back on. But the problem is if they're A, a high draft pick, because that means you took them because other teams had interest, someone like Cody Barton. Yeah, right? Another, like you can't just wave Cody Barton because you will lose Cody Barton. Right after spending that draft capital on him and giving him a signing bonus as a draft pick and all things like that, so you can't do that. So you got to, and you can't do that with veterans either. Like you can't just hope to get Mingo back, you know, because you wave him, another team will probably pick him up. So with the linebackers, you're looking at six spots maybe. I had KJ Bobby. You need a backup at each spot. So let's go Cody Barton, 
and Michael Kendricks. There's your six, or there's there's four, right there, and then you got Jacob Martin, Shaquem. Who else am I missing? Austin Calitro, BBK, and Mingo. That's fighting for two spots. Cause like I said, you can't. Cu- oh no, did I say Cody? I did already say Cody. You did because you can't cut Cody. And I think someone asked me this before, and I think I talked about it on the show. Cutting Shaquem gets tricky. Like, because I just read the Griffin Brothers book. And I am reading it now. Chris reading it now. And as you can <laughs> see, uh, how far are you in the book? Halfway. Oh, okay. So halfway in. I mean, one, the book's called Inseparable. And they are inseparable. They do everything together. <laughs> yeah, but I was they, shocked. They, um, the way they dress, the way they eat, the way they talk, the way they just, all their, they have the same hobbies, everything. My man said he was cooking something. Yeah. Talked to a friend. His friend called him. They're cooking the same thing. Yeah. That's when, crazy. When they were like across the country across or something country. like that. Like Shaquille, Doesn't was, make sense. Shaquille was in Seattle making spaghetti or something like that. Twins. And then Shaquille was back home making spaghetti with no idea that Shaquille was back home doing the same thing. Like, it's it's spooky how close they are. Maybe that just works with twins. I don't know many twins. But if you cut Shaquille, who's a fifth-round pick, so always you're always susceptible to being cut when you're a fifth-round pick. Like, even like Trey Flowers this year. Unless you're, if they find three guys better... If you're a fifth-round pick, you're gone. You don't cost that much. Like, if they cut Shaquem, what does that do to Shaquille? You know? It's a great question, man. Hopefully, he can get through it, but we won't know until it, it actually, if that were to happen. Because I don't, also don't know how good Shaquem is. Because I've talked about this on the show before. Pete Carroll loves playing rookies and letting them kind of figure it out. You know, it's like a, it's like a parent who, like, he sees the kid trying to walk and keep falling, but he don't pick the kid up. Let the kid just figure it out. Like, you're going you're gonna to get it. You know, that's how I learned how to ride a bike. My dad kept letting me fall. He was like, he's going to get it eventually. He's going to get tired of falling. Skinning up them knees. Exactly. He's like, going to get tired. Of, eventually, I got tired of falling, and I figured yes. it out. Right? But he pulled, he put the training wheels on Shaquem after one game. Yeah. And never let him go again. So then it's like, okay, that means you must have really stunk up the joint. So I'm not sure how good he is. Again, Ben Burkirvin is someone that they can't really... And what if Ben has a good preseason, right? And you got and you cut him. That means like other teams got to see him on tape, be good. Like that's the other part of it for guys who play well in the preseason. It's like, all right, cool, you play well against the Chargers. The Chargers might snatch you. Yeah. The Vikings might snatch you. The that's, uh, that's the biggest problem is if you put them on the waivers and they don't clear and you. And they played well though. And you, yeah. Like uh, the Ra- the Raiders, I think part of what he did against the Seahawks is why the Seahawks traded for Shalom Luani. Last year, Cause remember week four of the preseason, they played the Raiders. Yeah. Two days later, the Seahawks traded for Shalom Luani. I think they traded a tight end, uh, I think. No, no, they traded a draft pick uh, to get Shalom. So, like, that's a big part of it. So, I would say right now, I would say Mingo's up out of here. You keep Shaquem. And that makes sense, though. You get the, a veteran that didn't really produce, and you have young guys who if you put out there for the waivers and they play well in preseason, you know you're going to lose them, whereas you've had this veteran. He didn't really do much the previous year. Right. I mean, Except on special teams. Special, t- Yeah, but I feel a rookie can easily, not a rookie, but a guy that's younger can come in and do those same things. And, and cheaper. You, that's the biggest word, cheaper. Cheap. But go ahead and finish, man. Uh, so I think the only way you keep Shaquem is if you move him to – like the ru- like rushing the quarterback, and they mentioned that in OTAs. Yeah, but he seems bit. like non-committal. Pete, I mean, when I say he, seems non-committal. Like you, you're reading the Griffin Brothers book. Have you gotten to where he's in college? Yeah. No. What part? Where they just when he's at UCF, 
Not yet, no. Okay, so at UCF, he was a very good rusher. He was getting to the quarterback, getting sacks. That's where he's going to be good at here. It's not going to be backing up KJ. It's You put him and Jacob Martin on the outside, and you rush, 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 and little speed packages, whatever, and then you have them both play special teams, and then you roll out a true starting lineup of linebackers with Michael Kendricks, who's somehow not going to go to prison. Good for him. I like to mention that because it's just like, hey, man, will he play? Yeah, if he doesn't go to prison, like timeout. What kind of caveat is that? But it's real. Uh, so you got Bobby KJ, Michael Kendricks. I think that's who sees the field the most. And then you use Jacob Martin and Shaquem Griffin in rush packages. And after that, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> For real, man. You it's the same concept with wide receivers. But Your fourth and fifth guys probably not going to see the field well, much. It's even less with the wide receiver with the linebackers because Bobby doesn't come off the field. Like if he you go plays look, ninety nine percent of the snaps. It, yeah, if you look at the snap percentages that he plays each year, healthy he he'll, it'll be like close to like a hundred. KJ, too, if healthy, will play that. You know, Michael Kendricks probably won't because they already have two starters there, but it'll be really high. After yeah. that, unless they're hurt, you won't see a lot of Shaquem. You, you, hopefully, you see a lot of them rushing. Hopefully, that's what they do. I don't think you should ask him to play like a stand-up linebacker. I don't think you should ask Barkevious Mingo to do that because he wasn't that good at it. Uh, Austin Calitro was undrafted. You can probably afford to get rid of him. And then you got to find a way to sneak Ben Burkirvin on the practice squad. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying that because he's a husky, by the way. No, you, we know you're not. Okay, I want to make that very You've clear. You've given him praise. It hasn't been all you dub slander. It's okay. And we just we just spent a few minutes on Will Disley too, who's also a husky. Yes. You know, I don't have not, nothing. To, well, I'm not gonna say I don't have nothing against the huskies, but I feel you. Yeah, I try to be objective. Objectify. It's all good, man. No, yeah. That's, I try to be. I try to be even. Be even. At least I try. Let's look at these DBs, man. Okay. That's another. Good position. I mean, we do know it's Trey and Shaq, but the question is, who's after? Because that's where a bunch of other guys are, and we only have so there's only so many spots that can be filled. So I guess the biggest question is, which guys will fill that role? You know what? I need to one more thing on the linebackers. I really need to figure out who paid for the private jet for them to go to Portland. Did we talk about that on here? You know, so the uh, all the linebackers were at like game three or game four of the Western Conference Finals, I think. You don't remember that? I do. And they took a jet. They didn't drive. Balling. It had to be Bobby, right? Do you think they made the rookies chip in? Because they took like Emmanuel Ellerby. I think. He don't got jet money. I mean, he do, but he shouldn't spend it. I think they probably had all the young guys pitch in and put a little bread up. You think so? It's the NFL, man. I don't teammates. It's all fun. They all they all got each other. It's all good. I mean, when I, because maybe maybe Bobby did pay for it. Because I don't think. Because remember, the seats are expensive too. I'm pretty sure they went to a, a Warriors game. I'm pretty sure they went to a Warriors game. Maybe they got a plug though. Ugh, I don't. Know. They are NFL players. That's true. It's but, Bobby Wagner. I'm sure he might get a. Because I think I think the guys who went were Bobby, KJ, Shaquem, uh, Emmanuel LRB, Austin Cletro, and one other guy who wasn't a linebacker that they took. Well, I think they took like Jeremy Boykins, DB. It's like imagine Bobby come up to you and he's like, "Hey man, we gonna we gonna go to this this playoff game." It's like, "Oh bet you on the practice squad." They're like, "Yo, we gonna take this jet." It's like, "Huh? Who, who we a jet? What is this we you speak of?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, we speak French now. Like, what you mean <laughs> this, this this we we taking a jet? And it's like, what is that? Like a thirty minute. Jet ride from Portland to Seattle? It can't be that long. I remember I took it at when I was around fifth grade or so. It was like forty five minutes. You took a jet? 
my mom worked for Alaska. We didn't take a jet. We took a little little airliner. Oh, I thought you say. If I took a jet, man, I'd be balling. But no, I didn't You'd have a $600 Versace robe, probably. <laughs> no, I wouldn't want to get a robe that expensive. I'll be honest. I, I, I probably wouldn't do that. A robe that's Versace? I'll find something else to buy that's probably silly to someone else. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I, I remind me to ask one of them guys how they got there. Because the, I think we asked Jermaine about that. Yes, and he, he said he had the plug. And but he, he said he didn't buy it for the t- he yeah, didn't buy the tickets. He didn't buy the tickets, and he got taken care of. Because he, he cheap. I'm cheap, too. I'd be like, <laughs> if they'd have been like, hey, man, we need everybody to chip in this much on the jet. I'm like, look, bro, I, I'll take the train. But <laughs> it's like, I'm right. not about to buy no jet to, to go to no basketball game in a town I'm not from to see a team I don't root for. Those are a lot of intangibles that you just explained to make this a case. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> we can move on to DBs and close out. But. Well, I mean, with right, we like as I said, we know Trey Flowers, Shaquille Griffin, your starters. Nico Thorpe, is he ready? That's my guy. Of course he's ready. Okay, Nico Thorpe. They can't there. cut Nico. I will boycott. I don't think they would cut him. I'm going to start a GoFundMe. I just don't think, I just don't know if he's going to be the backup. But, okay, cool. Nico's in there. Check. But then you still have Jamar Taylor, Calvin Reed, Simeon Thomas, Jeremy Boykins and Devontae Davis. And now it gets fun. Um, okay, well, I gotta keep Shalom on the team. Because he's a coup. Are you including the safeties too? Just all DBs, free safeties? Yeah, I'll well? go, okay, I'll excuse go. me. So Oh my bad. You did no, want to go just corners. No, I mean we can do throw them all in there. So strong safety. I mean, I think Bradley McDougal is gonna start. I think Tedrick Thompson has it right now, but boy, I don't know what's up with Marquise Blair. Is it still the hammy? Yes, because I, I saw that he was on the pup yeah list. he's on the pup list already. Now, so, uh, I guess I should explain this earlier for the pup no, list in the did. training camp. Like you, you can did. you can come off that list at any time. So you, I think someone asked me this on Twitter as well. If you're on the pup list right now, obviously that's a bad sign. But theoretically, you could either play week one of the preseason or miss the entire preseason. Like there's yes. no way to tell unless we ask Pete Carroll, which I will do, how bad the injury is. Otherwise, it's just like he's just hurt. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I don't know the extent of anybody's injury who's on the pup list. Uh, if you're there, it probably just means you couldn't pass um, the. You know, because when the rookies come in, I think there's like a conditioning test mm-hmm. that you have to do. I, I know some teams do it differently, but I think for the most part, it's just to see if you're physically ready to perform, which is why the pup list is physically unable to. Like for example, uh, a really good example, if you guys want to Google it, is the Ravens conditioning test. is It's thought to be like really difficult. I think it's like you have to run 150 yards broken up no oh man you got to do a bunch of down and backs and it ha- it's timed like you do like sprints and when you're on a basketball team or a football team it's timed and if you can't make it they give you a time to make it based on your position group you know the d-line Makes guys sense. get more time than, than the corners if you don't make it and there's like a f- little bit of breaks in between so if you can't make the runs or whatever uh so for i think one of them is like down and back from the 25 three times and you have to do that in oh so many seconds. And if you can't do that, uh, then they'll put you. But if you can't do it because of your injury or whatever, publish. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure that's how that goes. So I mean, it could be these guys just came in out of shape. <laughs> to, to be honest, really bad. <laughs> too much time in Cabo or Vegas or whatever. If you went to Cabo as a rookie, really balling. Uh, but yeah, Cabo, Vegas, you know, Europe, Africa, wherever you was. If you too much time there, if you came in out of shape. But I think. I'm a pencil in. The only rookie I'm a pencil in in the DB group is Marquise. And I said that from week when we when I they've dropped him. I, I believe that he's going to be a guy that's going to be a that's going to make this team. I mean, it's unfortunate he's hurt. And I, have you seen much of him? Because I I didn't see anything. I think we're even not going to learn that much about him. 
until they put some pads on because he likes to kill people. Preseason, but I'm I'm hoping he's healthy though, especially now he's on the pup list and we don't. He, there's nothing. He was drafted there. too high to cut anyway. He's like DK. Yeah. Okay. Him yep, and LJ and Cody and DK were all Safe. too high to. They were they drafted too high to be cut. That's just the reality of it. Very similar like Ethan Posick, you know, his rookie year. Even though he got to start a bunch as a rookie year, because Luke Joker was hurt and bad. Oh, I was looking at film of that 2017 year too. The O line was just god awful. They had Reese Odiambo out there when he had no business playing left tackle. Jesus, Tom Cable sucked, man. That's just, ah. Somehow we get Tom Cable in every show just because... Maybe the podcast name is Tom Cable sucks. No, it's got to be Jan Reed's Versace robe, but... <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going off here. I would say you move Bradley McDougal to free safety. I wrote about that as well. Fair. I think you got to do that. He's their best coverage guy. And then you put... Where are you going with Strong now? Marquise? Delano? My man. Marquise or Delano? You on my train. Choo-choo. Because I said that. I said, yes, you put Marquise at strong, and you put Bradley at free. And, and then you go Delano. Do whatever you want, actually. Shalom and Tedrick. Fine by me. And then you stick uh, Ugo. On practice. Ugo's your boy. You guys are both. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a, a cooler way to say that. Vision challenged? Oh, thank you. You made it sound, sound so cool. That'll sound better? No. Vision challenged. Okay. My bad. I can see. I don't know what y'all we got. Oh, my, my bad. I'm sorry, man. I, my mom can't see, but my dad can. I just... It, you got your dad's gene. Roll it a dice. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. He didn't give me any facial hair, though, so I got no beard, man. I really want a beard. Yeah, right, man. No, that's cool. I'm going to yeah, buy the good. beard oil off Amazon, <laughs> and I'm going to get a watch by, like, week nine. I'm going to look like James Harden. Wow. <laughs> that is the, a full-grown beard. With the, with the beard with the beard oil. So we got the same five safeties. Yeah. that I have no problem with that. I like it. Go Kooks. Shalom making it. Hey, sure. He made, he's, he's fine. He he's can also play nickel, too, by the way. Shalom, Shalom? can. Yeah, man. Shalom can do it all. He played wow. nickel at a Wazoo a little bit. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, man. Shalom nice, man. Go Kooks. We're a versatile group out there in Pullman. Uh, let's see here. DBs is pretty simple, too. Trey, Shaq. That's what I was saying. Nico as a backup. I like Jimmy Boykins, man. I liked him last year, too. I think it was between Jay Boykins, Jamar Taylor. I don't know about Simeon, though, man. I don't. He's a question mark for me. To yeah, be honest. I don't know much about him either. Other than that, his nickname is Bo. And for some, and last year he was a second-year player, and he still had to help pay for the rookie dinner. Which, if I was him, it's like, wait a minute, man. Excuse me? Somebody fight me. Because y'all just ordering steak. (laughs) (laughs) Like, not only did he have to help chip in on the rookie dinner, which I remember writing about was very expensive. They let Shaquem come to the DB rookie dinner. And he have to pay. He's like, hold on. I told you, man. Them brothers do everything together. It's like, wait a minute. Y'all let him come to the dinner? I'll be like that, man. It'd be like like, that. I'd have been like, yo, I'm not a rookie. (laughs) That is that should be the first thing you say is, by the way, I'm definitely not a rookie, but I guess he forgot to mention that. Yeah, because I think they they didn't want to put all the bill on Trey Flowers. I think he was the only rookie DB. And it would have been probably like ten bands or something. Ten bands. Oh, they get ridiculous with the rookie Oh, I bet they do, but Yeah, I wrote a story about that last December, man. Uh I asked Frank Clark about his rookie dinner. I was like, yeah, some of the other guys said they had to pay like 10 bands. He was like, oh, 10 bands is a cheap rookie dinner. I was, oh, I was like, right. he was, I was like, how'd your rookie dinner go? He was like, man, I'll just tell you this. We were in Vegas. I was like, bands. he's like, that's all I could tell you. I was like, all right. He said after they, I think he said after they lost to the Panthers in the playoffs that year, a lot of those guys went to Vegas uh, and he spent a lot of money. They, he said they didn't take it easy on him because they had Cliff. 
uh, they had Mike B. They had some other vets, and they just they ran it up. Quentin Jefferson said it was very similar in 2016. He was like, I think they went to a casino, and he had to pay for just the drinks, and it was still it was like him and Jay Reed, and it was still like seven bands each or something like that. Wow. No man, Ricky Dinners are absolutely stupid. Absolutely stupid. We cover everybody. You know what else was stupid? These Madden rankings. They did my guy Russ wrong real quick. I don't care about Madden rankings. You don't play Madden like that. I feel you. That's true. But you know what's crazy? People care about Madden rankings. Well, they disrespect Russ. Russ is 91 overall. He should have been at least, at the minimum, 93 to 94. 93 to 95. How many quarterbacks are ranked above Russ? Andrew Luck, Drew Brees. Wait, Andrew Luck is? Bro, Andrew Luck is is a 93, bro. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's one of the big... I, I couldn't believe it. It didn't make any sense. But I know Andrew Luck is a, Andrew Luck is the only one that shouldn't be ahead of him, if you want to be real, in my opinion. Who are the others? Can you tell me the others again? Patrick Mahomes. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Matt Ryan. Andrew Luck. Nope, Andrew Luck, and that's it. And oh, so he's six. Yes. Oh, he's ahead of Matt Ryan? Yes, if I'm not mistaken. Matt Ryan's really good. Andrew Luck, huh? Andrew mother-loving Luck, man. I thought you was about to cuss, but I said, oh, boy. <laughs> I said, Chris is going to let it fly. <laughs> oh, boy. The but mics is hot. I was able to pull up the throw power for your boy, Russ, and it's not bad. It's 89. That sounds about right. And that, that he's, got, he's got a gun. He's got, he got, he got a cannon. I bet you Joe Flacco's is like in the 90s. His is, he's got an arm. Probably is. He just I mean, doesn't throw it to his players all the time. You know what? We should look at the route running for Tyler Lockett. Don't do this. I think I want to do it. Don't do that. I really want to do it. What is Tyler Lockett ranked? Tyler Lockett overall, he is ranked 87, which is not bad. Oh, that's the same as Chris Carson? Mm, Yes, it is. Yep. Wait a minute. See, this is why I don't like this Madden ranking stuff. And I could get the players are like half and half on this. Some (laughs) players care, but most players are just like, my ranking is wrong. You know, who was that? Keenan Allen said he won't even play Madden no more because his, his strength was that off. That man lying. That man's going to be playing it still. He might not, though, actually. Who knows? I feel like a lot of players don't really uh, play. Uh, remember when we found out a lot of them play FIFA? Yeah, which is mind-boggling. And Fortnite. A lot of I, them play FIFA and Fortnite, and they do the, the shooting games. The uh, What's the other one? Modern Warfare or something? You would know better. I don't. Call of Duty, is it? I don't know. I don't play video games. Yeah, it's all good. But, yeah, I think they got it right for Bobby Wagner. Now you're not overall. Oh, of Congratulations. Course, man. How do you get that wrong? You can't. Uh, Michael Dixon should definitely be a 90. He should be a 100. He's all pro. He's averaging nine yards a carry. Dwayne Brown didn't get a lot of love, only an 82. Yeah, that's why. I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. It's it's fun to look at. They have Michael Kendrick's criminal record on there? <laughs> hey, his elusiveness should be 99 if he get out of prison. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think that's a good note to get out on, man. My man said elusiveness, 99. Hey, man, if oh you elude the feds. Oh, my God. Yo. I mean, he got caught, so I guess might, it's not that not great. Might not play Madden, but he know elusiveness. Hey, oh, man. Yo, if you dodge the fans, 99. you get a 99 elusiveness from me. Before we get out of here, do you anything else you want to throw out? Whether it be dodges or what else, man? What you got? Dog. Oh, that is a, that's a good one. Tell me that's not a good Maybe one. Maybe that's the title of our podcast. What was Michael Kendrick's rating? Can you go to that for oh, me real I, quick? I can go to that, man. Oh, man. Oh, because that is great. I think he's a 79. Oh, he's an 81. 81, okay. What's his elusiveness? Well, it's a 15. Oh, it's a 41. <laughs> Disrespect. He's dodging the feds. <laughs> I think we should change this podcast to Michael Kendrick dodging the feds. Nah, overall. man, because the case is still pending, man. I want his <laughs> lawyer calling me. Like, hey, man, we need you to change. What's, I read this podcast thing, and I'm like, look, man, 
I need you to contact my attorney, <laughs> <laughs> official Seahawks man to man representative. That's that's where I'm gonna direct him to. That's well, how, that's how much I care about the man. It's good for Bobby though. You know what Bobby should do? He should print out his ranking, and when he goes in there and talks to John Snyder, he looks. He has like his tackles, oh, his like interceptions, clever. his pro football rating grade, Madden. and his Madden rating. Like, look, brother, I need all of this coin. I'm 99 overall, the highest you can be. Like, basically, it's me, Aaron Donald, and Khalil Mack. And I'll be like, see, this is how much Aaron makes. This is how much Khalil makes. This is how much... Oh, and DeAndre Hopkins. Well, he's a defender, so I'm saying, like... I see what you're saying. Yeah. D-Hop, I don't think, should be a 99. But if you got Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald, it's like, I would say, here's what Von Miller makes. This is where we start the convo. Your turn. <laughs> and then we just go from there. Mic drop. Yep. Boom. Print out. Put it right there. Plug your story, though. Uh, Which one? The most recent top 10 guys. Oh, yeah. Successful got, season. So by the time this comes. Yes. Okay. So my top 10 series of the Seahawks need to make the biggest jump before they, uh, for the, in order for the Seahawks to beat the Rams. All 10 should be out right now. Uh, if you want to argue about numbers one and two, I'm fine with that. Uh, I'm really confident in number one, really confident in number two. So uh, let's argue. If you want to argue about matter ranking, rankings, talk to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not not me. If you want to argue about route running? I got you because Tyler Lock is top ten. So I'm saying I'm, that's that's my expertise. I think that's all I got. All right. Well, you can follow me on Twitter at ckidd206. Again, that's ckid206. You know where to follow Mike. Hey yo, a six hundred dollar Versace robe. We out. <laughs>